Hi friends, my name is Sasha and I'm Mia and this is the Drawing Club podcast. A weekly show where we chat about art, creativity, life and my cats and all of this while drawing a new illustration every week. And you can draw with us. If you do, please share your creations on social media and tag us in your posts. Welcome to the club, friends. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Hello, friends. So glad to be here again. (laughs) Yes. And as always, we start our episodes with one thing from this week that we want to share with the club today. So Mia, do you want to share your thing with the club? (laughs) Yes, yes, I can share my thing. So uh, over the weekend, we actually binge watched a TV show. And I was just thinking about it. I, I don't think I watched TV shows really for like the past, like for the past months. I haven't really, we've been watching like a lot of movies, but we haven't really been watching TV shows, which is kind of weird for us. So on the weekend, we decided like, oh, we really want to binge something like because <laughs> we haven't done it in a while. And it's. I mean, it's obviously really nice. So we watched this show called Euphoria. Uh, I think it's an HBO Mm -hmm. show. And oh my God, it was so beautiful. Um, How should I describe it? I mean, a lot of you might have already seen it because it's been out for at least a year or something. (laughs) And I I remember like, I think when it came out, everyone was like talking about it a lot. And I was like very interested, but I only got around to watching it now. But it's this... It's kind of a dark show, so it's not like a feel-good show, but it's it deals with like these high school kids and like mental health issues and drugs and yeah, it's like pretty dark, but it was so good and like visually, it's so beautiful. I really loved it and like it was very intense <laughs> to watch it. So I don't know if you're looking for a for something interesting and maybe intense, but also beautiful, but like really pretty sad and devastating. Um, this might be the TV show for you. <laughs> Have you seen it, Sasha? I haven't seen it, but yeah, I've heard about it, especially yeah, back when it was new, everyone was talking about it. Yeah. And I've been wanting to see it, but somehow, yeah, still haven't gotten around to it. <laughs> yeah, I highly recommend it. It was really good. Yeah, really good. sounds good. Well, so what do you want to share with the club today? <laughs> uh, well, I have been, well, I've already, like, you friends already know that I have a day job that is, like, not my passion, but something I do just so that I have some stable income on the side. And I've been trying a new one (laughs) this week and I just started and I don't I'm not sure yet if I like it so I'm not gonna like go into details about the actual job but the the thing that I've been really happy about is that I got my mornings back (laughs) that's like (laughs) a huge thing for me because in my previous or like it's not previous yet because I just took like one month off from my other (laughs) day job Anyways, that was like I had morning shifts and they were really early and they were kind of getting earlier all the time. So I had like no mornings at all. I would just get up, get dressed, like pour a glass of coffee (laughs) into myself and leave and then come back like really tired and hungry and sleepy. So and and yeah, I was really like missing that. And now I have evening shifts. So in the morning I can do my creative work, but also I can like get up and make myself some nice breakfast and maybe like listen to a podcast while I'm doing that. And I don't know, like be slow. Like I'm usually really slow. My mornings are usually really long because it takes me a while to actually wake up and get out of bed and then I can like open all the windows and get some fresh air and like Mm -hmm. I don't know do some morning things that to get myself in the in the mood (laughs) to do stuff and that's been yeah that's been like really nice these past two weeks 
Yeah, I love a slow morning. I'm also like very, <laughs> it takes me a while to get going in the morning, but I really love it like when I can take the time to do that. Yeah. So that's my thing <laughs> that I feel really happy about. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So, uh, well, I, I hope you some of your friends are drawing with us because we are drawing. Yes. And... <laughs> what i yeah i was wondering what you're drawing mia <laughs> <laughs> yes oh i'm drawing another witch again because that's what i do pretty much every october <laughs> um but this one has a cat she's holding a cat i hope it's gonna be really cute uh this is a piece that i've already like started earlier but i couldn't finish it so i'm not even sure if i can finish the piece in like in this episode but uh, I'm gonna try <laughs> and I'm using my watercolors and also like a brush pen for outlines what are you drawing uh, well the only thing I th think of drawing nowadays are tattoo designs <laughs> so I'm just making some sketches that could possibly be tattoos and nice. I've been recently like really inspired <clears throat> by, well, actually it started with me kind of getting this idea of getting a tattoo for myself. Mm. Uh, for somehow, like it's been a while now that like, because I, nowadays I look at a lot of different like tattoo designs just on the internet, just to kind of get the ideas of what people are getting and stuff, mm. just for research. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I've been really into the kind of a tattoo that, like, people get in, like, between boobs. <laughs> Ooh, those are just so kind pretty. Of this, yeah, just kind of this long, thin thing that then mm. on the top kind of becomes a little, like, flower or something like that. And I've been really wanting to get one for myself. I, I just, like, I really got into this kind of a design. And, and it's also, real, like, a bit weird for me because it's a bit, like... This is the kind of tattoo that might like look kind of like sexy to some people, mm. even though like boobs don't have to be always sexy. But, you know, like yeah. if you get something on your arm or if you get something on your boob, <laughs> you know, like that the boob one will be interpreted as something sexy more than sure. the arm one. Right. So and I'm like not the kind of person who expresses myself in like a sexy way usually it's just mm. not my thing so that was a little bit like i'm like how am i like so into this even though i usually like don't that's not usually like my thing but yeah. i don't know maybe this is the kind of sexy that <laughs> that i like oh, <laughs> i don't I know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh i am dreaming now of like in between boobs tattoo for myself oh. and I also got really inspired to like sketch some designs of like this shape I mean it, it can be on any body part but like this kind of really thin and long mm. stem and then some small flower on top oh, so I'm just nice. sketching a bunch of ideas like that because I don't know those type of designs got me really inspired Oh, that sounds beautiful. I can't wait to see what you come up with. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so yeah. should we introduce our topic of the day? Yes, let's do that. Yes. So today we're going to be talking about getting back to drawing. Which, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I guess we have a lot to say. I hope we do. I mean, it's something we yeah. both have, like, experience with. Yeah, since, like this past or like this whole year has been f for many people like i guess a lot of people experienced a lot of like creative block in many different mm. areas or just block <laughs> not even necessarily creative but kind of like yeah this is now one of those times when it's it gets harder to do things that usually you do but of course like even before we've all, I'm sure, experienced some kind of block, if, like even at other times. And yeah, we thought we could explore on this topic because now it's 
very current. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but also like, yeah. Also always, uh, what is the? I'm like really rusty with talking today. So. <laughs> it's okay. You're doing great. Yeah. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna like forget English words and I'm gonna try to explain it with other words. I hope that's fine. It's totally fine. Yes, but anyways, uh, yeah, uh, we thought maybe we could start with like sharing experience of like uh, like the kind of creative blocks we've maybe experienced or just generally like, yeah, like, c- could you <laughs> share uh, your experience with like times when you couldn't really draw or do creative work yeah or something like this like does this happen to you often and how does that happen yeah i i think it definitely happens to me quite often and it's definitely something that like ebbs and flows like sometimes i can create and sometimes i can't and sometimes Like, I can create, but it's, like, easier than other times, or it feels nicer than other times, and or, like, more natural. But, yeah, definitely. I feel like, um, I mean, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I had, like, years when I didn't really uh, draw, uh, and, like, maybe, like, create in general very much. Um, When I was studying at the university, I kind of maybe drew a couple of times a year, and it was always a struggle and I kind of always just got anxious and like discouraged and like I saw myself as this creative person but I couldn't even like draw so I felt like a fraud and it was like very painful at the time uh, so that's like my biggest because that was like a years of my life where I mostly felt like this about drawing uh, so that was definitely like the most difficult one to kind of come out from uh but that one like actually what helped me at that point was I did my first Inktober challenge I just did like oh okay I'm gonna draw every day I'm gonna make like a new Instagram profile that no one like knows about and I'm, I'm just gonna like draw these simple uh ink and marker drawings and like it looked pretty different from how I draw now but I was just kind of Uh, I I just want to like get back to drawing and I was uh, unemployed at the time so I had like time to do that and it was like that kind of got me into drawing and then I think I had like really creative and like in drawing terms kind of productive couple of years where I pretty much felt like just so excited about like rediscovering drawing that it kind of I felt like for a long time that kind of sustained me in my creativity but then I think after that it's been more like there are times when I don't draw and then I have to get back to drawing and then I do and you know what about you how has it been for you like do you do you recognize these that you have these phases yeah for me it's in general like my like all of my creative life is very like up and down Mm. like I in general have a lot of uh, like times when uh, I can't do anything at all and that includes also like creativity yeah sometimes I guess I would be able to do like other tasks but not be able to be creative and other times I just can't do anything at all so yeah for me it's like very normal to like I I know that there are people who for example like they take up daily drawing and they do that for years and they don't Mm. miss a day or like they miss a day or two here and there but mostly they're like I'm just drawing every day that's just my creative practice that's how I do yeah I'm not I'm not that person at all (laughs) I I will have a lot of like up and downs <laughs> in general so yeah and I mean I I used to be very um, 
how do you say like insecure about that and like mm. thinking something's wrong with me why can't like am i like a lazy person or what oh. but i think it's yeah i think it's nowadays i think it's very normal that like we all have different ways in how we are like how we work <laughs> yeah definitely like and it's weird that there would be like why would there only be one way that should work for everyone like with everything i think there's like yeah so many different ways you can do stuff yeah yeah and we already had like this one episode uh, where we talked about this kind of like toxic productivity and stuff like mm. that and i think this like relates to that very much that it's like of, of course we are kind of fed this one way of like being successful and good at your work and stuff yeah. but in reality that's that's not how life works and that's why we also thought it would be good to maybe have this topic to kind of normalize this uh you know not being constantly creative or not being like yeah, that that there are times when you can't put out good work and those times can come for different reasons, but it's it's okay. It happens to a lot of us, maybe yeah. most of us, yeah, <laughs> maybe all I of us. So, like, it's okay, because I know that I've heard other people also say about how, like, when they, for example, they finished some... Oh, yeah, I think I was watching this video by Fur Little Peach, mm. you know, Sean Dantes, the illustrator yeah. who does a lot, oh. the illustrator who does these really cool studio vlogs on YouTube. Yeah. And she was actually talking about like her first book about how she got like really burnt out by the end of that project because it's like mm. such a huge project. And then she couldn't draw or do anything creative for like a while. And she <clears throat> also, like, thought that what if this is, that she kind of, like, over, I don't know, overused her mm. creative juices, that this project was too much for her, and now she can't do anything at all. And, mm. like, I guess it's, like, for a lot of us, it's, like, this thing that we might think, like, okay, was this it? Was this, like, <laughs> did I run out of my creativity and now... Like, I'm never yes. gonna get back to this. <laughs> I feel so like I that fear like, kind of comes up every time I'm in this place yeah, where exactly, I'm like not feeling exactly. creative at all. Yeah, definitely relate. Yeah. But I think like, yeah, the more we kind of talk about it, the more like we kind of know that, okay, if, if you feel that way, that's actually like, you just need time and yeah. you'll get, you can get back to it like eventually <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah definitely i've had a lot of times when i didn't draw and that's always sad but it like i guess our brains need recharging or resting yeah every now and then have you noticed, like, um, like, is there something specific that maybe, like, is going on in your life that, or, like, what are things that kind of, are there some specific things that make it harder for you to kind of be creative or keep drawing or, like, you know, <laughs> does this make sense? Yeah, for me, it's all kinds of things. Mm. Like, of course, if I am getting, like, a depressive episode, uh, that would definitely influence it mm. or if I don't know something happened that like made me upset then I get less like less able to do stuff but of course like that would maybe stop me for like a couple days so mm. that wouldn't be like very big but I even noticed that for me my like the way I work <clears throat> even changes um, with my menstrual cycle. Oh, really? But that's yeah. so cool. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't like notice that before, but now that I'm like tracking it in this app, 
so now I know where I am in my cycle all the time. I notice that there are times when I'm really that I'm really productive, that I'm really motivated. I want to do stuff. I don't get tired. I just like oh. work, work, work and or like make things and I'm really excited and I'm in a good mood and like yeah, I'm I just like have a lot of energy to do stuff. And it's wow. always on the same time of my cycle. <laughs> So it's just like some hormone thing. And then there are times wow. that I can't do anything. And that's also always at the same like time of my cycle. Oh my God, I gotta start tracking my cycle. That sounds <laughs> yes. like super valuable information because then it kind of makes it maybe more okay. Like I would think it makes would make it more okay in my mind. Like, okay, this is just this time of the month when I just like th- this happens. So it's okay, you know. Yeah, that I can't yeah. Do and you can also today. plan accordingly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I would suggest like anyone who menstruates, I suggest you try <laughs> like paying attention to your like emotional state and your motivation and your energy levels and wow. where they are in your cycle. That, of course, given like your cycle is more or less regular. Mm. Oh, wow. But yeah. 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 And that was, that is like very, like, I, I really love getting that information because that's so like, I don't know. It, it, it's really cool. Yeah. It sounds really cool. And then, yeah, it's nice to kind of just understand yourself better and like where you're going and how, why you might be feeling this way. Because sometimes yeah. things are just so confusing and they might like, that might put more pressure on yourself that it's somehow, I don't know, like, because at least for me, it's like, I can like, be a bit blamey of myself, like blame myself for not, why don't I feel creative or why, why am I not being creative or something? But then if it's like, oh, but this just, you know, kind of happens, <laughs> I don't know, like yeah. it kind of, you know. It's not your fault. <laughs> I mean, not that it's yeah, ever, exactly. but you know. Yeah, it maybe it's like, makes it easier. I, I'm not lazy. It's just that's just how my hormones work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, but how but, about you? Have you noticed anything like causing you mm. those uh, periods of? creative block or not being able to draw yeah I think there's like a few things at least uh definitely like if I'm really uh stressed out and just busy with like a lot of other work or just life things then that's like there's not enough time to put aside to that or like just like no energy left like uh, after all the other stuff that I have to do and it's like yeah I, I kind of uh it's like the thing that kind of I most easily maybe uh like let go of or kind of you know I I don't prioritize it if there's a lot going on which like is natural but also sometimes maybe uh, it, it could go a different way but then also then just like life stuff um like if I'm feeling like just uh, bad mental health wise it's really hard to kind of I don't know like for me creativity kind of takes a lot of effort especially if it's like been a while and it's something I have to kind of get used to again then it's really hard to kind of put in that effort if I'm already like if I'm feeling depressed or anxious or anything like that mm. and then also like when you were talking about Sean the like I definitely recognize like if I had if I've had like a like an intense drawing project <laughs> I, I I won't want to draw for a while and then then sometimes that break kind of it's like hard yeah it's always like hard for me to get back to it like after a break I feel like 
Yeah. And yeah, uh, I yeah. yeah, I also wanted to like like bring that up like about like skill like do you think you like if you gain some skill if you like do something every day mm. like in our case drawing mm-hmm. and then if you don't do it for a while do you feel like you lose some of that skill that you've gained and then you need to kind of gain it again well I definitely feel like like I feel rusty a lot like I can notice that like you know my lines are more shaky or kind of like not as um what's the word like confident or you know that I kind of feel like yeah I just just feel like less confident and kind of it's just like I feel more clumsy when I'm drawing but I don't think I view it as that I'm losing skills it's more like my hand is not used to this now so I just have to get my hand used to it again and then you know that it's more like this motor thing mm. that it might like yeah my hand's not used to this this type of movement now so I have to get it like used to it again and then but I, I definitely like at least that's how I like think about it logically but then like feelings wise I do sometimes like I, I do feel like oh my god like I can't draw anymore like as well as I used to which feels like at the same time it I mean of course sometimes I create something and I'm like oh this is so much worse than something I created two years ago and that can feel kind of devastating but also I don't kind of believe that like sure maybe like this one illustration (laughs) can like not be so good but I don't believe that you know my skills or like that I can't draw as well as I could two years ago or something if that makes sense <laughs> yeah but like it, it's sometimes it's like I I do get it like I do get the feeling and like the fear of that that what if I'm just like never gonna be as good as I was then mm. and actually I've been thinking that like this Inktober because Two years ago was like my favorite, um, like I was making some of the, some of my favorite art and cause I was challenging myself a lot. So I was making these like full kind of scene, um, scenes, you know, with backgrounds and stuff. And yeah. like some of my favorite, like, especially one of my favorite paintings of mine, I created in that time. And I kind of feel like I've never gotten close to that. I mean, I've created like art that I might like more even in a way but they've been so different that it's I I don't know like I kind of hold that piece of art (laughs) as something that is like can I ever reach that again (laughs) Mm. I don't know and then sometimes it can be like it can feel a bit devastating and like like a lot of pressure that I don't really need to put on myself because I've also like changed like my art has changed so it's not like I should be trying to do that but yeah yeah I have this thing in my head with this one particular piece that it's I get that yeah yeah I I do like because for me also like drawing doesn't come very naturally like I kind of if initially I had to kind of learn it very slowly and I mean I'm still like I'm always I feel like I'm always when I'm drawing I'm like getting better Mm. so I do sometimes feel like you know like the same way as in like training when you're training all the time you like either gaining or kind of keeping the same level of like muscle strength or like uh what's it called endurance or like you know whatever Mm. it is that you're training and then if you don't train for a while, you lose some of that. Yeah. But because I know from like from training, for example, I know that I do lose some of it, but I gain it so much faster. Yeah. This, you know, the second time around and then even faster the third time around. And it's always like it's fine. Like true. If I took a break from, I don't know, some kind of physical activity, then I can always get back to it, uh, like, of course, given that, like, nothing is injured or anything, but it's ju- if it's just, like, sure, you know, for some reason, I got sick, for example, and I didn't 
do anything physical for like a couple of weeks. Then yeah. I go back. Of course, I'm like weaker and like not as good at all of that stuff. <laughs> but I will gain it much quicker. So I feel like I kind of I don't know if it's just something I'm telling myself or if that's how it actually works. But I feel the same way with like drawing. I mm. do feel that I lose that skill that I've gained. Like mm. I do feel like I'm not as good at like doing things that I've learned to do. But it's like much faster to get to the same level I was before mm. <laughs> before I had to stop for a while than yeah. it was in the beginning. Like it, it took me years to actually learn to draw something that I like that I like that looks nice like looks like illustrations to me and not just, you know, drawings of someone who doesn't know how to draw of course like that th i'm not talking about it in like objective sense yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah. For, for for me personally with my own art it, it took me a really long time but now even if i haven't drawn for a while and i sit down to draw and i just can't do anything like after a little while i get back to that level yeah much quicker i don't have to learn it from scratch or anything so it's also like it, it it's it's fine it like you don't read even though it kind of feels like you lost some skill or some strength if it's like something <laughs> some yeah. some other thing like it, it feels like you lost some skill but actually yeah it's maybe like you're not used to it or it's kind of like it's there in your muscle memory but yeah. you kind of need to you need to <laughs> remind start yourself doing things. <laughs> yeah or like start mm. doing something so that it gets extracted from your memory comes back to your actual hands or whatever <laughs> like yeah. it, it was like put in storage and you need to like it's not so easily available anymore you need to like yes. take a little bit more steps to get it <laughs> yeah and sometimes you know you maybe lost the key so you have to spend some time looking for yeah. the key <laughs> yeah exactly exactly oh my god we're coming but we're coming up with amazing metaphors yeah amazing <laughs> for this <laughs> yeah, it's like something you used to use every day, but then once you weren't using it, you put it in like, you know, yeah. <laughs> a little bit far away. So you need to take a little bit of time to reach it. But it's not like you're, you know, shopping for it all over the place and looking for it and yeah. or building it from scratch or anything. It's still yeah. there. It's, it's just, safe, you know. You just yeah, have to. It's a little hidden. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, I love, I love that. this. <laughs> yeah, me too. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we didn't plan this. We no. <laughs> we came up with these amazing metaphors just now. <laughs> talking about it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So have you like noticed like when you when you've been like on this drawing break or like a break from drawing? Uh yeah. How how do you like actually start getting back to it or how does that how does it work for you uh I, well i think for me like the the thing that works the best mm -hmm. is doing it with other people mm. oh that's like, good yeah like if i haven't drawn in a while but you and me, for example, agree to draw together. Or we do this podcast and we draw together. Yeah. Or or like I, I have this other friend who we work like outside of home together a lot. She's doing like a completely different thing. But she mm. also like struggles with working at home. And I sometimes also like can't concentrate at home. So we decide like, okay, let's come and work together at a library mm. or at this cafe or somewhere. And then we sometimes we even do it at each other's places. It's still faster. But usually like we both leave home. So there is mm. like another place and then we both do our thing. So sometimes I'll draw while I'm while she's doing something else. But like kind of getting this motivation from another person. And then yeah. because also when I set, uh, set this time aside, if I do it by myself, uh, it's not going to work. But if I mm. do it with someone else, I agree. Like, let's call at this time or let's meet at this time or like, let's go on that day to that place. Like, then I know that this is the time when I'm doing this. Yeah. So if, even though it, I might struggle, I might not come up with anything beautiful in the end. It's still like I'm still going to sit there and do that. For yeah. A while. So that that always helps me, even though I don't always 
like that won't guarantee that now I'm gonna from that day on I'm gonna draw every day <laughs> yeah, like it's no. not a guarantee but at least I'm gonna draw on that day at that time yeah and sometimes something really nice comes out of that and sometimes yeah. it's tr- like it's ugly but like, <laughs> I don't like it but it's it's okay I still you know I was still there <laughs> yeah exactly drawing yeah yeah that's a really good one like for me as well it's so helpful like I, I love drawing together with you <laughs> because it's it, it's totally different alone like I mean of course like sometimes I can do it alone but it a lot of the time I do procrastinate about it and maybe like also like when I talk at the same time there's like I feel less pressure about like what the outcome is because I'm also just like having a nice time with you so it's not like it doesn't feel as I don't know like as um oh this is now gonna decide my fate as an artist yeah yeah it's just I'm doing this thing that I enjoy but I'm also at the same time doing this other thing that I enjoy which is like hanging out with a friend so yeah exactly exactly yeah that's really nice Okay, should we take a break and then discuss some more ideas of what helps us? <laughs> yes, let's do that. We are now on Patreon. If you don't know what Patreon is, it is a platform where you can support your favorite creatives with a monthly pledge that you can change or delete anytime. Our Patreon page will work as a tip jar with one tier that is two euros a month or more if you wish. The money will go towards paying for our podcast hosting fees. In the future, we hope to also create exclusive content for you on Patreon. So, if you enjoy listening to our podcast, consider supporting us on Patreon. And we're back. And yeah, so we were talking about coming back from the <laughs> radio <laughs> blog <laughs> and what works for us so yeah have you noticed anything else apart from drawing with other people that helps you yeah from a blog definitely so I kind of feel like I always have to force myself to draw after a break like I don't really I mean, sometimes maybe, but most of the time I don't really enjoy it very much at first. Like it's kind of doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel natural. And usually like the things that I draw when I'm kind of just starting after like a break, it, I I don't love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like a, it, it, it's a struggle for me. So I've always found helpful these drawing challenges which I've talked about before because it's kind of just like forces me to do it or at least like gives me more motivation because I feel more accountable and then it also kind of helps me I think if I like the fact that if I'm drawing constantly it doesn't feel as much like each piece has to be perfect because it feels natural to me like of course if you draw a lot not everything is going to be great but if you only draw like more rarely than I feel like each piece kind of holds more significance and like more there's more pressure for it to turn out well because now we are finally drawing again so it has to be something you know worth it (laughs) so Mm. um yeah that's something that I uh find helpful but like definitely I just like (laughs) it usually sucks like drawing after a break I mean, of course, sometimes it's like, oh my god, I like I can't wait to draw, and like it's been like sometimes if it's been the break has been because of like some outside circumstance. Mostly if it's been like okay, I've been busy with other work, but I'm like otherwise kind of feeling fine. So then I can be like, oh, I'm so looking forward to like soon I'll be able to like draw, uh, and like I'm excited about it, <laughs> but. For example, this year that that hasn't really been how it's gone. It's more like, oh my god, shit! Like I have to get back to drawing because I'm I'm supposed to be an artist, <laughs> but I'm not mm. like feeling inspired. So it's it's like I feel like it's taken quite a lot of work to try and do that. No, it feels like work. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like I can relate to that, like how it like sucks when you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel that that's actually like when you get those those fears and those thoughts that mm. like I did have I lost it. Am I mm. never gonna be able? Like I feel, at least for me, that it's not like during this break because during this break, mm. it's often that your head is busy with like all this other stuff that prevents you from being creative. True. So kind of like, at least for me, like I'm not at that time thinking about it. But then when I'm like, okay, now I want to sit down and draw. I have some time and energy, and I sit down and it just doesn't work. I don't know what to draw. I have n- no ideas. I like my yeah. hand doesn't feel right. I don't know what to even pick up because I don't know which of these tools I know how to use anymore. Like, yeah. and, and that's when you start feeling like, okay, like I don't feel like an this illustrator who is like drawing fun things. I, f- I feel so fake now. Like I'm just trying yeah. to force this. Yeah, I think like that's when it's like the strongest that you have this fear that is like, Okay, it's over. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to draw anymore. I have no ideas anymore. (laughs) Like, why do I even call myself an artist? (laughs) This is not how an artist, like, (laughs) feels, you know. Like, it it seems that, like, an artist doesn't feel that way, which I'm sure is not true. I'm sure. I mean, we are artists who feel that way. Yeah, that's exactly how artists like even sometimes like when you study all those you know artists who you study they have all felt that way (laughs) that's actually like (laughs) common knowledge but somehow we put this pressure on ourselves yeah yeah but yeah I definitely like really get that kind of imposter feeling like when I'm not drawing and I'm supposed to be an artist it, it feels like yeah. this weird disconnect but also like at the same time I totally believe I mean like you said like for some people that daily drawing thing I'm sure like it works for some people but also like I believe that for me and I'm sure like for a lot of people it's so natural like of course life affects how we function and what we're like capable of and like what things take priority like yeah you know and for me like if things get too overwhelming which like life does get overwhelming for me like quite easily then then I need to like really think about like what I really really have to do and then try to like get those things done but kind of cut myself a lot of slack and like take a lot of time to rest if I can and you know like that's more important to me in those times yeah yeah and it doesn't make you less professional yeah yeah I guess I hope so <laughs> I mean I sounded no, so confident but I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's just how like how you function yeah that's true it's true yeah and also i was thinking now that like some of us have more than one creative outlet Mm. like some of us do illustration and that's our whole life and Mm -hmm. all you do is draw and that's your job and that's also your free time and like Mm. and then and then I guess there's like more space in your mind for that because that's like your mm. main creative outlet. And that's like, that's really cool. But also mm. like for me personally, I, first of all, like I think my brain really strives on like changing things up all the time. Mm. So yeah. I, I just, I think it just doesn't work for me to do something every day, like the yeah. same thing, because then, then I'm going to lose interest in that. <laughs> so like yeah I need to do this and then uh, like well I haven't been doing like a lot of music lately but that's like also one like outlet for me and then also I like to like crochet and punch needle and like do that stuff that's like another outlet and yeah and then I like now I also like to do tattoos and that's this other thing and I guess I'm like I, I used to also think that I'm just this indecisive person who can't just like mm. pick one thing and become really good at it. But 
now I kind of realized that I'm probably forever going to be trying new things and stopping some other things. And yeah. and that's fine. That's just like, that's how I stay creative. Like, yeah. I just uh, get excited about new things. I try them out. I I stick to some of them. I get bored with others. And like, that's also okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that I also think- does yeah doesn't make you unprofessional either yeah definitely and I think because I am I'm like very much the same way that I kind of I go through like I get really excited and interested in one thing like even with like non-creative stuff just in general I'm like this person I get super into something I like like I'm like thinking about that all the time and reading about it and doing it and whatever and then you know then I need another thing in a while so I and I think it's like super enriching like in like it's like a richness of experience in my life that I can like get excited about different things and enjoy different things like I think it's definitely a huge uh like resource or or like a source of happiness and yeah like inspiration like you said and like it's really cool that that we can get excited about a lot of things Mm. yeah exactly like I definitely see it like as as a strength or like as a positive (laughs) aspect (laughs) you know yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I think I'm learning to uh, embrace it also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because, of course, I realized that with some things or with some professions, it's very important to, like, have a lot of experience. Mm. So it might be kind of unprofessional for that particular thing to, like you know, change it up all the time. Sometimes Mm. you need to do something a lot if you want to get good at it. But then there are certain people with certain uh, mindsets that are good at it and they do it and they're professional in that. But I think with creative jobs, you don't necessarily... I mean, of course, it depends again on the techniques and what you do, but there are a lot of things where, like, you can change your mind and you can do different things and you can experiment yeah and you still make great things and there's still people who are gonna want to experience those things yeah from you so and i think like our culture definitely has this um thing like that it you know that there's this pressure that you kind of have to pick one thing and then get get very good at it and kind of yeah. But I've kind of noticed, like, in the last few years that, like, I really, for example, look up to people who kind of are, like, creatively curious and, yeah. like, just try to try out different things. And also, I think it gives, because um, there was a definite switch, like, when I when I started my own company and, like, became a professional illustrator of course it changed the way I view drawing like before that I was doing it because like just because I really enjoy it and wanted to share it with people and while those things are true there's also this whole new new like stress related to it and pressure uh, because you know money and everything (laughs) yeah so so I also feel like with the other creative things that I can do like it's so important for us to do things uh, creative things that don't have those pressures attached to them, you yeah. know? Yeah. 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 So sometimes even, like, just doing something else for a while will might help you come back to that mm. main big thing that you want to be your... Like, even though that's not the main thing for you at this period of time, mm. it doesn't mean that it failed to be your main thing in life you yeah. just might need a break from it because there is like all this other stuff attached to it like all these pressures yeah yeah, yeah. That's if, so true. yeah if you made your favorite creative outlet if you made it also your career then it, yeah it's 
not going to be only fun anymore. It's also yeah. going to be stressful <laughs> now. Yeah. So you also need to rest from it sometimes because yeah. now it's not just fun. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And because like this kind of pressure is <laughs> probably the like it, it's very easy for this to kind of kill creativity when you feel this pressure mm-hmm. that so mm-hmm. so yeah I think it's definitely it's so important to be creative in ways where you don't have to feel it yeah yeah so you also need to like if this is a struggle you have you also need to nurture your creativity somehow because yeah. all these attached annoying things <laughs> they they want to kill your creativity so there needs to be like some opposite force that, yeah. <laughs> that that feeds your creativity and i guess that is like different from everyone yeah and i think like in a way that's also something that you're not supposed to oh i like not actually but it kind of feels like you're not supposed to think or say like if you're an artist people probably presume like oh my god you get to do the thing you love like (laughs) for your job like you get to draw and if drawing is your favorite thing like how could that be like how could there be anything negative about it or something but of course like (laughs) of course it's like different there and there are like these things that stress you out and you feel the pressure and you just need like it because it's a job and with yeah. any job, there are these things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, should we answer a question? Or do you still Ooh. have anything to add on the topic? <laughs> um, we could, yeah, let's go to the weekly question. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, so question of the week <laughs> uh, new flanged underscore uh, asked since you both moved do you miss anything from your last place and hope the new one is plus plus <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> do you want to start since you were the first of us to move <laughs> okay yes yeah, the new one is definitely plus plus. <laughs> it's definitely great. And like literally it's a plus plus because there is like more space, more everything. Uh, but yeah, I definitely uh, miss my previous place. And that is also mm-hmm. like a new thing for me because before, like we lived in my previous place, we lived there for six years. And before mm-hmm. that, we lived in a student apartment. And the student apartment wasn't like very exciting. Of course, it was like also, it was the first place we moved in together with my partner. So in that way, it was really exciting because that's like where we started our family and that's where we got our first cat. And it was like Mm -hmm. a very big deal. But it's like the apartment itself, like it wasn't a good apartment. Sure. So I was like super excited to move and... uh, also, we were like, a, there was a bit of a stress for us to move at that time because uh, we were both finishing our studies. And mm-hmm. once you're not a student anymore, you can't live in a student apartment. So mm-hmm. we had to kind of move fast. So there was also like a lot of, because it's not, at least at that time, it wasn't very easy to find an apartment for us. So. Yeah, there was a lot of stress with it. So it was like a huge relief to find that apartment. And also like it was so much nicer than that ugly student apartment. (laughs) And I was so inspired to like, you know, make it nice, make it our own. And yeah, and I put a lot of love into that apartment. I like and during the whole six years, I've been always like changing it and making it nicer for us to live in so it was like evolving that whole time and that was like yeah I was I I, I started my business while living there so also my workspace kept changing and I was making it better and better and I don't know I just put like so much into that apartment yeah. that of course I kind of miss it 
even though there were a lot of things I didn't like about it that are now like much better in this one. Mm. So in that way, I don't like I don't miss how dark it was <laughs> and how all of my plants had to be in one spot. Now they can be everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I don't miss the teeny tiny bathroom where I didn't even <laughs> enjoy like showering or anything because it was just not very cozy or yeah. anything. And like, yeah, but still, I don't know. It's it's a weird feeling because I think like while I realized that this is so much better and a lot of things that I dreamed of having now I have. Mm. I still because I think like I got emotionally attached to that apartment so maybe that's why like those are the things I still miss one thing <laughs> one thing I definitely miss is the stove <laughs> oh, <laughs> because yeah. we had a much better better stove there because like when we moved in there was like this very generic stove but then it broke and we contacted the owners of the apartment and they just gave us a budget and told us that we can buy the stove ourselves and they will pay for it. So we bought yeah. like the most expensive stove we could afford on that budget. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so it was like a much nicer, this flat, you know, glass or ceramic, yeah. what is it called? Like the ones that have this flat glass mm. top. Uh, for me, that was like so fancy because <laughs> yeah. I've always had only this very generic, you know, cheapest kind of stoves in these yeah. rented apartments but yeah now we again have this very generic <laughs> stove and it's working so we can't really ask <laughs> to change it <laughs> so yeah that i miss i mean it's not a big deal i don't even cook so <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but but i feel very strongly about my, how my apartment looks visually and mm. that stove was so much more stylish <laughs> Yeah, so that is the thing I miss. But of course, it's like, it's not a huge deal. It's just one little thing that is a bit annoying to my eye. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, there's definitely this emotional attachment to that place. And we had so many people visit us there, like so many friends who stayed in that apartment. And I also have like very good memories of like... Because for us, it's very important to have like a space for guests in the apartment because I live away from my family. So my family visits me. They need a place to sleep. Mm. And also like we have friends in Russia who visit us sometimes and we love to have them over. That, like that's a very important thing for me in the apartment. So also like we always uh consider that when we you know get furniture like we can't just get a couch we need to get a couch that opens into a yeah. bed <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so i kind of like i put an effort to be the to have the place like welcoming to other people yeah. so i have like all these memories of people staying there and because we moved during a pandemic we still don't have any memories of any people staying in this apartment because yeah. nobody can visit us so yeah <laughs> that i kind of miss but i'm sure eventually we'll have those memories here also we still have that couch there's still space <laughs> for people yeah, yeah i'm sure you will and i've slept on yeah. that couch a few times too yeah. <laughs> it's a very comfy couch <laughs> yeah so yeah I don't know. Did I answer the question? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. yeah. Yes, definitely. But yes, I'm definitely really happy with this place. It's much better for us. Yeah. So what about you? Yeah. So for me, I've only lived here for a little over a month. So I'm still like very much getting used to this place. So I feel like I kind of miss a lot of things about the old place. Like same as you, I feel like this is a much better place for us like we fit here a lot better and like we have this workspace which is so like I'm very happy about but definitely like it doesn't really yet feel like this safe nest that the old place felt like like it was just so familiar and felt so homey and it was like so cozy and yeah definitely like so many memories like for me like all in my adulthood like everything happened there or like, I mean, you know, everything that's gone on in my life, it's gone on there. So it's very, it still feels very strange to suddenly be in a new place for me. But 
Um, one thing I also miss was the sheep. <laughs> there were these sheep like every, um, like I guess from spring to like early autumn that we could just like walk to the sheep pasture. <laughs> and it was so nice, especially like this year. I think these sheep saved me. <laughs> like it was the highlight of the week to go and visit them. And I usually went like a few times a week even. So I kind of like miss the environment there, even though like it's even way more beautiful in here. And I'm sure like it will just take time to kind of feel as at home, both like in this apartment and like in this larger environment. Mm. Um, so I, I kind of just miss. Yeah, I think I miss just like feeling like really safe in this little homey, cozy nest. But I also think, you know, it, it's just something that takes time. And I'm sure we're going to get there with this place as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually like one thing I'm wondering if I'm going to miss is the, the, what is the name of the tree? The evergreen trees that we have here oh. a lot. The like the silvery. Pine. No, no, the pine. Mm, oh, pine the pine. Trees. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we also we also have the, had the spruce there, mm. like a bunch of those. But also there was at least one pine tree behind our window. And there was like the whole forest next to our house yeah. that had a lot of pine trees. And I mean, that forest is still quite close because we didn't move very far from where mm. we were. But we don't see that from our window anymore. And mm. now there is like a lot of greenery behind our windows, but it's all like leafy trees. Mm. so now it's like amazing and beautiful but i'm now thinking like what when in winter all of the leaves mm. are gonna fall like how much greenery are we actually gonna have maybe none yeah. <laughs> so i'm a little like worried if i'm gonna miss that yeah but i'm like i'm i'm really happy to be much closer to the water because that's like one of my favorite nature uh places is like the yeah. sea or like any kind of water and now we're like right next to the water so actually when the leaves fall i'm gonna see water from, oh, <laughs> from <see>. my balcony <laughs> so maybe it's We're a good trade-off <laughs> yeah yeah so i guess it's fine and also there is like the park is still near so we can always go in there and and also there's another park on the other side which also has the water so there's still a, a lot of like beautiful nature around nice. but just like right behind our window there is a big tree which is gonna be all naked <laughs> in the winter <laughs> and i'm just i'm like okay let's see how it looks am i gonna still like this <laughs> in the winter am i gonna miss our um pi pine tree yeah am i gonna miss our pine tree behind our yeah. window <laughs> so yeah that's one other thing i remembered but i don't miss it yet because it's still full of leaves so let's see <laughs> We now have like pine tree views <laughs> from our yeah. windows, which is very different because we used to have like these leafy mm. trees. So we like switched <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> apartments, yeah. not really, but you know, <laughs> yeah, views, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but yeah, exciting new chapters for both of us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm still, I'm still to visit your new place, but. Yeah, One of these days soon. <laughs> it's so funny that like you moved before you even saw my new place. But I you have know. to be first to come over. I'm not coming over before you see our place. Because our mean, that's place fair. is older. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would come over. <laughs> I know. If I that know. would work, but it would. <laughs> be more satisfying to me if you visited us first <laughs> i promise i'll come that over i can't wait to see the place it looks yes, so beautiful that would feel right <laughs> yes. by me <laughs> yes. all right but yeah i hope this episode was interesting yeah <laughs> yeah we kind of went on a lot of tangents but i i like to talk about these these kind of things yeah because yeah i mean i'm sure a lot of artists are like talking about behind the scenes but it still feels that like people who don't do the kind of job that we do maybe sometimes have like this romanticized ideas mm -hmm. 
about or like expectations yeah how, i definitely like, always creative and yeah yeah so i hope you like feel better about yourself if you've been struggling with anything else after listening yeah. to this at least that's what uh, we would want yeah exactly. <laughs> we would be happy if like you feel more seen <laughs> yeah like if, if you're, you're in that struggle. place yeah if you're in that place where you're finding it hard to if you're thinking of getting back to drawing or trying to get back to drawing and it's a struggle just know that like yeah we feel you like it, it yeah. can be a struggle but it doesn't mean that it's a struggle forever yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, you will All enjoy right. drawing again. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> okay, well, thanks so much for listening. And I guess we'll see you in the next episode. Yes, thank you and see you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Drawing Club podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Drawing Club Podcast or email us at drawingclubpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me, Mia, on Instagram at mia.minerva and on YouTube as Mia Minerva. Sasha, where can we find you? I'm on Instagram at Sasha underscore Kretova. This podcast was created by us, Mia Minerva and Sasha Kretova. Olli Arni created the theme song and assisted with the recording and Dmitri Zerbin took care of audio mastering. Welcome to the club, friends.